0: Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast, I'm your host Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears, so if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button, please hit the like button, it really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, I never thought I'd have to say this, but it's my Glennon time. (music) Thank you all for tuning in. I want to apologize if there's any background noise. I'm recording this on Thanksgiving Day and shit's on fire in the background. So thank you for bearing with me. This week we got the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are coming into this Week 12 matchup 7 and 3, and the Jaguars are a measly 1 and 9. I, for one, am actually happy for the Browns' success this year. For so long, their fans have suffered through so much pain because they were the butt of every joke. You can go 0 16, and with a first overall pick, you draft a punter, and you could just be like, hey, at least we're not the Browns, and no one would question it. Everyone would be like, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. While the Browns have hired a new coach and are trending in a positive direction, the Jaguars still have Doug Morone, Trending in the opposite direction. Looking for the answer. Lucky place for the Philadelphia 76ers. The Jaguars are starting Mike Glennon this week at QB. Changing the QB more than change my pants. And believe me, I don't change my pants that often. The Jaguars were starting Jake Luton after Gardner Minshew went down with a thumb injury because they wanted to see what the rookie could do. And after three games, they said, fuck it, let's see what the giraffe can do. A guy I didn't even know who was in the league until Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell climbed the ladder, looked him right in the eye as he was eating leaves off a tree, and said, you're our guy. Jaguars, if you want to go full tank mode, I got a better idea. Just put LaVisca Chanel at Wildcat QB, that'll be a lot more fun to watch than Mike Glennon. Sure, Jake Luton looked like a bozo against the Steelers, but they got an elite defense and he's a 6-round rookie. So what does Mike Glennon do that Jake Luton can't do? Mike Glennon came out this week, said he's ready for Sunday's game, he's got nothing to lose, and he's ready to let it rip. That sounds like a guy preparing for his first day and doesn't want to hold his farts in. Anyway, that's enough trashing of Mike Glennon. I'm no one to talk here. I have like a 2-7 record as a backup QB in a flag football league. But to my fairness, we had salary cap issues and we couldn't field a good team. Let's dive into this cleveland Jacksonville matchup. Both teams are being affected by the pandemic. For the Browns, some players have tested positive, and they'll be working remote like the rest of America. For the Jaguars, their defensive coaching staff has been out of the building due to COVID protocols. That's funny, because from what I've seen so far, they haven't been in the building at all this year. If the Jaguars want to win this game, they need to stop Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Right now, that's the Browns' bread and butter. And the Jaguars are giving up 126 rushing yards a game. That's good for ninth most in the NFL. And the Jaguars took a hit on their D-line, losing their best lineman in Josh Allen with a knee injury. So we'll need a big game from Miles Jack and Orange Sherbert. Speaking of Joe Sherbert, after a week one victory over the Indianapolis Colts, the former Browns linebacker came out and said, this is the first time in my career I went 1-0. This didn't age well at all. If we stop the run game, that means the game is going to be in the hands of of Baker Mayfield. Interesting stat here. Gardner Minshew actually has more passing yards than Baker Mayfield this season. It's not the fact that he has more passing yards in the season. It's the fact that he missed three games due to a thumb injury and still has more passing yards than Baker Mayfield. We do have to keep in mind though these last three weeks for the Browns they've been facing awful weather and it's been more run game oriented offense for them and the Jaguars have a lot of garbage time always playing behind the games. Still an interesting stat though to say the least. Baker Mayfield are similar to that lake effect weather they get over there in Cleveland. One day, it's warm and breezy, no big deal. And next day, your fucking tree is in the living room. Baker Mayfield hasn't been put in the best circumstances since he came to the NFL. Three different coaches, three different offensive systems. That's really hard for any quarterback coming into the league. For the last three weeks... Baker Mayfield hasn't thrown a touchdown pass. If Baker Mayfield needs to get right game, he's come to the right place. The Jaguars defense has actually been gelling together lately, and teams aren't just walking up and down the field, they actually have to punt now. But they are still one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. They'll be playing without Josh Allen, three backup corners, and a third string safety. So if Baker Mayfield struggles against this defense, then Browns fans, you might have to start getting concerned. Now let's look at the Jaguars offense versus this Browns defense. The Jaguars catch a break because they'll be without Denzel Ward, their starting corner, and Miles Garrett, their best defensive player, one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. So Mike Lennon won't have to worry about it getting his head smashed in with his own helmet. Honestly though, I was on Garrett's side when that happened. But could you imagine if you had to try that on Mike Lennon? He wouldn't be able to slam the helmet down, he'd have to just throw it up in the air and hope it hit his head. Our plan of attack has to be to give the ball to James Robinson. Even though the Browns are giving up 105 yards a game on the ground, that places them top 10 in the NFL James Robinson is still our best player, and we need to get the ball in his hands, whether it's running the ball or outside the backfield on screens and short passes, to let him make some plays because he's really the only guy who's been showing up all season for the Jags. I'm not so sure what to expect from our passing game, though. We do have the element of surprise. That could be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know much about Mike Glennon, but I do know he's a tall, strong-arm QB who has accuracy issues, and he's not so mobile. So he's very similar to Jake Luton. So again, I ask Jaguars. Why are you doing this? If you thought Mike Glennon was going to be your savior for the season, why wouldn't you play him over Jake Luton three weeks ago? But I digress. Whenever I look up Mike Glennon to figure out anything about him, I search him on YouTube. All the videos that come up say, Mike Glennon sucks. So I don't know what to do with that information. If the Jaguars want to win in this passing game, they have to play mistake-free football, especially with the Browns playing a clock controlling type game using a strong running game and a good defense. That means we have to take advantage of every possession we do have and score so the game is within reach. Also, if Ronnie Harrison gets an interception, I'd imagine he runs over to the Jaguars' sideline and punches Doug Marrone in the face. So for this week, let's protect Doug Marrone's face. So who will win this game? Do the Browns continue to beat teams they should and keep making a run at the playoffs? Or do the Jags use a a secret weapon of Mike Glennon and sneak out a victory against this good Browns team and snap their losing streak. I'm gonna go with the Browns to win this game 21 to 14. I think the running duo of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb is going to prove to be too much for the Jaguars. And Baker Mayfield has a solid day against his Jaguars pass defense. And the Jaguars struggle on offense with Mike Glennon at the helm. Thank you all for watching. Leave a comment down below on your predictions for the game. Do the Browns come away with this one? Or do Jaguars sneak away with a victory? Let me know what you think of Baker Mayfield in the comments. Do you think he's a franchise QB? Thank you for all those who have subscribed. Your support means a lot to me. And I'll see you all for the recap. (laughs)